from WUB News, you're listening to The Outlet, where campus meets community. I'm Taylor Burnett. Each week on The Outlet, we bring you stories from Southeast Ohio. This week on The Outlet, tell all your furry friends there's a new dog park coming to Nelsonville. WUB reporter Aaron Ashley has more on when it might be set to open. A dog park is a great thing for any community, not just for the dogs, but for the people. And Halloween is coming up this weekend. We have the details you need to know about the block party and this weekend's forecast. So a lot of stuff that is more planned for families and those younger kids. If you have a family, come from 1 to 5. If you're looking to enjoy the nightlife experience of Athens, then you can come for the 6 to 10 adult section of the Halloween block party. It might feel a little bit chillier heading into the night. These stories and more, right here, on The Outlet. Monday was World Polio Day. The Athens Sunrise Rotary Club organized their sixth annual Paddle for Polio Plus fundraiser at Lake Snowden, hosting a very unique game. This year's Paddle for Polio Plus fundraiser at the idyllic Lake Snowden took place in bright sunshine and under a blue sky. The lake was filled with kayaks and participants eagerly paddling from shore to shore to complete the challenges for the competition. The charity event combines a game of poker with paddling and gives participants the chance to win a prize. We thought, let's take a poker game and we'll take it out on the water. Um, We all love kayaking, we all love canoeing, and so we thought, let's take a fun card game and then we'll spread it out across the water. So our participants today are out in the water right now, out on the lake, and they are going around collecting stamps, um, and then that allows them to come back and exchange their cards so that they can get the best poker hand that they can. Apart from the paddling competition, additional fun activities like tie-dyeing t-shirts entertain the attendees. The goal of the event is to raise awareness and money for the fight against polio, an incurable disease which still hasn't been eradicated completely. But it is preventable through vaccination. The Athens Sunrise Rotary Club is part of a global network of 1.4 million people in over 200 countries and territories. And its members take their mission very seriously. The Athens Division has raised more than $25,000 over the last years. Our goal this year was to raise $2,000, which would go towards 3,600 vaccines for kids. After a successful fundraiser, participants and organizers enjoyed the food and relaxing atmosphere in the afternoon sun. Here in the beautiful nature at Lake Snowden, everyone is happy to help out for a good cause. Fighting polio, one paddle stroke at a time. The Athens Sunrise Rotary Club is always looking for new members to join them in their quest to make the world a brighter place and have fun while doing it. The club meets every Thursday from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. at Donkey Coffee. If you're interested in volunteering, join them for a free cup of coffee and some great conversations. I'm Victoria Niemsch for The Outlet. Halloween weekend is an exciting time in Athens. The block party brings college students from around the state. And trick-or-treat is always an exciting time for little ones. What's the weather going to be like this weekend and Monday? Maybe not the best. Well, Taylor, it depends when you're getting the most of your celebrating out. For everyone looking to celebrate as soon as this Saturday at the block party here in Athens, we are seeing a bit of clouds, but thankfully, the rain will hold off. So maybe a rain jacket? Will I be needing the full jacket? What's it going to feel like? I'd grab it just in case, because overnight temperatures will not climb above 50 degrees, and then you add the clouds with a slight breeze. It might feel a little bit chillier heading into the night. But again, the main thing that people are worried about, that rain, it won't be a problem until closer to the actual holiday on Monday. 
So for our audience hitting the streets for trick-or-treat, what might they expect? Well, contrary to this weekend, the chance for rain does increase into Monday, and it will unfortunately last through Tuesday. Temperatures won't drop too far out of that comfortable range, so you might just want to grab the umbrella and a light jacket for some trick-or-treat fun. Of course, stay updated with local authorities with any changes to trick-or-treating plans. It's always the worst timing with that fall rain this time of the year. Right. We could see up to half an inch of rain this weekend, though it's not expected to arrive until Sunday after that Athens block party festivity. Don't worry too much. Yeah, I remember the last Athens block party that I was able to go to in person because of COVID. Um, back in 2019, it poured the rain and it was also like very cold at mid-50s range. So This is actually my very first Athens block party. Um, I didn't get to go to my freshman year one because I wasn't going to school here at OU at the time. So I'm really hoping that rain holds off until at least Sunday because, again, I want to have that core memory here with my last year. Absolutely. That was WUB lead forecaster Aaron Ashley. WUB reporter Emma Dallemeyer explains how this year might be a little different from 2019. Yes, so obviously there was a two-year hiatus due to COVID, and in 2019 they had the Athens block party, but it wasn't as big still in years past, and... Yeah, so this year it will definitely be more family-friendly. There still is an adult block party, and that takes place from 6 to 10 p.m. on Saturday, but the whole event itself is from 1 to 10 p.m. So in addition to, you know, DJ B-Funk and other bands such as Atlantis and Cloud Boy and Brick City Record Showcase, um, there will also be a kid's costume catwalk, a Hocus Pocus drag queen musical performance and readings, Athens Uptown Business Association's Trick or Treat. So a lot of stuff that is more planned for families and those younger kids. Absolutely. Oh, and so you talked to DJ B-Funk. What did he say about this year? Yeah, so Brandon Thompson has DJed the event for many years, especially when it was, you know, at its height, when it was a lot more intense and a lot bigger. And he has a family of his own now, and so he kind of wanted to be a part of shifting that image from being this big college party to bringing the whole community together. And that was what he touched on most, was that this is something that he wants to bring in the college students and the people of Athens. And he wants both of them to collaborate because a lot of the college students aren't ever, you know, mingling with the people of Athens and vice versa. So he wants it to be an event where the whole community can come together and there can be activities for all ages and all people who reside in Athens and not just one or the other. And that was WUB reporter Emma Dallemeyer. And WUB reporter Joe Collins has the scoop on where you should park and other details for the day. Halloween block party will go from 1 to 10 p.m. on Saturday. And the big thing this year is that from 1 to 5, it is going to be designated for family activities. Uh, Uptown Business Association is going to sponsor their trick-or-treating events, so any uh, businesses around Court Street can give out candy to kids if they want to come and trick-or-treat. There's going to be face painting, and then, of course, it's going to end with the Honey for the, ha- Honey for the Heart Halloween Parade, which is something that the mayor, Steve Patterson, was very excited about. It's one of their big events that always happens every Halloween, so that will be from 5 to 6. Then there will be a little bit of a period until it gets to the adult section of the Halloween block party. It takes from 6 to 10. 
That is going to be, there will be two stages on Court Street. Good thing to do if you have a family, come from 1 to 5. If you're looking to enjoy the nightlife experience of Athens, then you can come for the 6 to 10 adult section of the Halloween block party. Plenty to do for everybody. Yeah, and so what about parking uptown? Yeah, so that's definitely uh, a question that a lot of people have had was what's going to happen with parking because shutting down Court Street, that takes away a lot of the parking that goes on downtown. So what the mayor said and what the city council uh, members have said is that parking on the garage near the city hall building is going to be open to the public. It is going to be um, open the entire day. There will also be additional parking opportunities on other streets, such as uh, the big thing that they said was the Ohio University staff and faculty lots will also be open to public until 7 p.m. And then after 7 p.m., if a vehicle is still there on university property, it is eligible to be towed. So that will be open to the public. Basically, any place that you would normally park that's not Court Street should be available at the time. And then any faculty or staff lots around the area are also open until 7. And that was WUB reporter Joe Collins. A wide open space. Lots of new faces. Excitement in the air. For many dogs, a visit to the dog park is the highlight of their week. Soon, Nelsonville will have a new space for them to run free. WUB reporter Aaron Ashley talked to the people planning the park. Dogs in Nelsonville are hungry for some fun. The Nelsonville Dog Park Board has designed a park for dogs of all kinds. Dog parks are places of freedom and fun for all. Some offer open fields for running, while some offer more intricate designs for training purposes. The city decided to relocate their wastewater treatment plant elsewhere, opening up the space for a dog park right off East Green Drive. Nelsonville Dog Park Board Chairperson Dan Pfeiffer says that once the land is available, construction can begin. So you have a strong dates because it's all dependent on the progress of the wastewater treatment plant. Um, the new plant has to open, they have to switch everything over, then it has to, the old plant has to be torn down, and the land has to be reclaimed. The render design features a yard for large dogs, a yard for small dogs, and even a space for more aggressive dogs. This park combines practice and play with its designated training yard and obstacle course sections. However, once the progress is made with the wastewater relocation, the park can be created for all dogs to enjoy. Dog parks have many benefits for big dogs and small dogs alike, but it does go beyond those spans as well. They do more for the community than one might think. According to the board's website, dog parks are a place for neighbors to connect over their shared love for their pets, and they promote healthy lifestyles. A dog park is a great thing for any community, not just for the dogs, but for the people. For The Outlet, I'm Erin Ashley. So the season is wrapping up for Bobcat soccer. Yeah, Taylor, we got a big one coming up Thursday, October 27th at Akron against the Zips, and it's a win in your end game for the soccer team, and it's a big one, Maria. Yeah, the Bobcats um, against Western Michigan, super impressive performance, came out on top 3-2. to two. Abby Townsend with two goals for the Bobcats, and that really was a much-needed win, too. 
um, especially where they're sitting with the MAC tournament coming up. They really needed to win that game. Got the win. Now, like Aiden said, you're they're on to play Akron on Thursday. Yeah, it always seems like Abby Townsend finds the big moment, right? Senior day against Western Michigan, who's one spot ahead of you, and what does she do? She just casually drops two goals in that match for the win, including the game winner. Um, she's just a big player, and I expect her to carry them against Akron. Akron's kind of struggled a little bit this year, um, sitting towards the bottom of the MAC at 2-6-2. and two. So if the Bobcats can take care of business, I think they could be setting themselves up with a potential date with the Buffalo Bulls who are undefeated in conference play this year. But And so I know volleyball has about a month left. but Yeah, volleyball um, played Akron this past weekend, and they swept them at Akron, which was very exciting. They've won six of their last seven games, which is also very big for them as they take on Western Michigan and Northern Illinois this weekend back in the combo. So really exciting to be back home, especially on that win streak. Yeah, Halloween weekend coming up, and they roll into town hot, as Maria said, winners of six of their last seven. And Jeff Carlson said, really, that series against Buffalo has gotten them where they need to be. That was a thrilling weekend for them. That was on October 14th and 15th. It took 10 sets in between the two matches, five in each, uh, in order to dictate a winner. And they were tested well, and it's obviously proven in these next couple games, sitting at second in the MAC, and so they're just looking to continue their momentum, but they're, they've they been rolling here in the month of October. Yeah, that um, series against Buffalo was really huge for them. I heard that was a heated one, so it was big for them to come out on top in that um, second game of the series. Yeah, in Ohio football, it's been an exciting few games and looking forward towards the rest of the season and heading towards the MAC tournament. Yeah, the action doesn't stop, Taylor. I feel like we're talking about big game after big game. Uh, this one coming up, it's moving to Tuesday midday action, a day after Halloween. Getting a little spooky in Pete, and it's going to be awesome against the Buffalo Bulls because this one's big for controlling your own destiny for Ohio football. If they can kind of get a win, they control their destiny in the MAC East for a potential trip to Detroit where they can potentially ring get themselves a championship, get themselves a MAC victory. And I know guys like Key Thompson, they were walking off the field on that senior day victory against Northern Illinois, and they were hunting for one. They look hungry. Yeah, it was really exciting to see, especially this team just coming together on both sides of the ball offensively. The beginning of the season, they were shining. Now defenses stepping up and just all the cylinders coming together. And I think it's really a perfect time, especially with Buffalo coming up because they take up that first spot in the standings and Ohio's right behind them and they're the team's very excited you can tell they're happy with where they are obviously have a little bit of to go with plenty of weeks left but um they have a lot of good going for them yeah you can only take care of the team that's in front of you right and I think this past week was a prove-it game for them they took down Northern Illinois like I said the defending MAC champions and so they had that on their radar um they wanted to take that one home they did and like Maria said they've been winning in different ways and that's a sign of a good team so I know Tim Albin is really excited with where his team's at right now and again start the month off with a big one November 1st so we're looking forward to it and that was WUB Sports Director Aiden Crowley and Associate Sports Director Maria Manessi.
Athens County residents are helping international refugees during their time of need through a new national initiative. Emma Dallenmeyer talks to some residents involved. Tatiana Mithuina, a Ukrainian refugee, can safely spend time with her two children here in America thanks to the Athens County Sponsor Circle. Created in March, by July it was helping other refugees like Tatiana settle into life in Athens, Ohio. There's not a refugee agency usually in small towns. And so I kept, we kept wondering, why are we bringing folks here? There's places for them to live, things for them to do. It's a welcoming community. And the response has been incredible. It is all part of a new U.S. State Department program. The program allows everyday citizens to help with the growing refugee crisis in Afghanistan and Ukraine. There's a statue out there in New York that says, give, give us your tired, your hungry, your poor. This folks yearning to be free and that's what this country is. And I thought it was maybe in some small way, a little group of citizens could get together and live up to that dream. The group is comprised of six volunteers who in addition to providing transportation, housing, paying for utilities, groceries, and clothing, help the refugees feel at home. Tatiana's family came to our home to eat with us and play games, and Caitlin and John and our other son and his fiance were just there to have fun. ACSC above all wants Athens to be a safe haven for those waiting until it's safe to return home. I want to go to home in Ukraine. The group is hoping it will continue to grow so other ordinary citizens can help refugees like Tatiana. That's all we have for you this week. Thanks for joining us. The Atlas is produced each week by me, Taylor Burnett. We're edited by Atish Baidia, Aaron Payne, and David Forster. Adam Rich is our technical assistant, and our theme music is performed by Ryan Gabos. Subscribe to The Outlet on SoundCloud or Spotify, as well as Apple Podcasts. You can find us online at wub.org. You can also follow us on Twitter at newswatch underscore wub, as well as Instagram. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at newswatch underscore wub. We'll be back next week with more stories from Southeast Ohio.